the show, dear listeners. First off, I want to apologize for the dead air on Halloween. Apparently, we experienced some technical failure in response to the ghostly activity we were investigating in the psych building. We managed to record the events of the night just fine, but my mobile rig is ancient and thrown together from scrap broadcasting equipment by yours truly and could not hold a candle to the EVP we were picking up, apparently. Hope you enjoyed that spooky serenade on All Hallows' Eve. Listeners, a lot happened the other night, Uh, and I'm going to pay some of the highlights from the evening to you all as far as the programming for tonight goes. Listeners, I am currently trying to figure out how to break into the Lars Specknop administration building here with Jack. Hey guys! Yeah, so we're going to be using the safety of a live broadcast tonight to report our activities as we try to access certain files of certain ex-faculty members. I have checked the student charter, and there is nothing saying we can't access the faculty personnel files, so that's our plan for the evening. Some history for you new listeners, the Lars Specknop building is seemingly the newest on campus, but is actually a renovation of our campus's oldest building, the Solomon Administrative Complex. It was renamed after extremely generous contributions by the Specknop family. And I mostly know about this because, as many of you know, my childhood friend come awesome party thrower, Leroy Specknop, Snapchatted me not moments after the sign went up of him in front of the building, flipping me off and sticking his tongue out, captioned only checkmate bitches. I was standing not ten feet away from him when he took the selfie. You can see my elbow in the picture. This subsequently means that I've been on the cover of Higher Education Magazine since this photo was featured as their cover page for an article on donors of the future. Anyway, we're, we're gonna figure this out. Meanwhile, here's the first tape from the other night. So, listeners, we are on location outside the site building with Dave and a good hunk of the PIC. Hello, radio audience. With us tonight is local psychic and friend of the family, Noel, here to be our medium in our foyer into the world beyond life during this excursion. Hello, listeners. It's great to speak with you. And the dead! Okay, so what's happening tonight is that we're going in to investigate a potentially reckless spirit causing a hubbub, potentially performing an on-site exorcism, but mostly preventing further harm to the psych staff's coffee mugs and other breakables. Cool. Super cool. I don't know about this, guys. It'll be fine. What's the word? Hush! Don't jinx us. Those words are banned. Illegal. Not allowed. Yeah, okay, kid. Maybe in the Jove dorm, but... Children, behave. How are we doing this, Dave? Well, the previously observed activity mostly happened on the third floor near the staff lounge, so I'm thinking we go on up, poke around a bit, check the meters, and maybe talk to the EVPs, then do whatever needs to be done. Let Noelle work her magic. Cool, let's uh, get on inside then. Uh Uh-oh. Looks like we're already observing some activity. Lana? Yeah, I'll check the breaker box. Be back soon, babe. Be safe, hon. Okay, so listeners, the lights flickered, but are still on, and we're hoping to avoid a full power outage so that Ilya can still help with the stuff tonight. I can only stay down here and do control notes, observations, and, like, do some EVP work down here. Yeah, but we don't want to have to. You missed the last club activity today because of your... monthlies... (laughs) 
Dude, it's cool. You can say it. I was a dog for three days. Kind of hard to do a seance if you don't have thumbs, you know? Is it? Huh. How's it going for you, if you don't mind me asking? Any new leads on removing that curse? No such luck, unfortunately. Though, I have made some good friends with the folks over at Bridgemont Bestiary since I started volunteering with them. The co-op shelter? Don't they have a golden goose coop? Yeah, that's the one. They have some resources for people with my condition, so I've been hitting the books. Nothing so far, but I have met some cool folks in the kennel club support group, and the shelter sets me up when I need somewhere to go through the change, so don't bother my roommate, which is nice. Oh, is she, like, not cool or something? Super allergic to dogs, actually. We both are, which is why we got room together at Housing Selection. I gotta wash basically everything I own when I come out of a change and we're both sick for days. It's better to not have to deal with it and just have a separate space for my home to deal with. Ah, dang, that really stinks. It is what it is. At least it's predictable so I can just mainline Claritin the night before. <laughs> hey guys, I'm back. So no physical tampering with the thing has happened, but we're still having issues. Change the fuses to new good ones and it didn't help. Looks like it's all ghost stuff. Darn. Nothing could be replaced to help? Emergency power? Nope. Looks like maintenance just did a look over. Probably because this keeps knocking out the Wi-Fi? Looks like we're gonna have to deal with the stairs. Sorry, Ilya. No big. Ain't your fault this campus is severely lacking in ramps. Leave me with a logbook and a recorder and I'll keep controls down here. And if you need me, you can always walk me. You sure? We can still go check out the Henderson Street Murder House instead. It's a walk-up. Seriously, it's fine. It's not like I haven't seen a ghost before, dude. No big. Well, that's encouraging. Chill, dude. I've seen a ghost before. You keep saying the chill, but I don't think that word means what you think it means. Alright, Inigo. We need to get moving on the case. Sweet! Hey, sorry to interrupt. It's about to get good. Anyway, the admin offices have some weird hours, and instead of breaking in, which again is not against the school rules and maybe someone should look into that, it's unlocked, but now we have to figure out some kind of way to get past the secretary. Jack, stay on your walkie in case I need backup. Ten four. Okay, I'm going in. Lana, if you are listening, like I assume that you are, I love you, and also, you might be mad, but I am doing this for the sake of journalism. Sorry in advance. Oh, hello. Welcome to the administrative building. Can I help you? Yeah, I'm kind of lost. Can you show me the way to your heart? If you're looking for accounting, they're upstairs. Oh, <clears throat> um, no. I was hoping that maybe I could be directed towards the staff and faculty personnel files, like HR stuff. It's for the radio. Oh, uh, we're not really allowed to do that, I think. Shh, sh 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 Doris. Do you mind if I call you Doris? I really wish you wouldn't. Hun, um, okay, listen. What are you doing this weekend? Oh, well, not much, really. Planned on going home to the apartment. I'm $300 short on this month. Feed my cat the cheap stuff, even though I know it blows right through him. Watch Orange is the New Black on Couch Tuner because my Net Netflix subscription was canceled. And maybe make an ice cream sundae with what's left of the great value brand vanilla I have left since even a pint of Haagen-Dazs is outside of my price range. Why? 
Oh, no, I meant, like, with me. Well, you could share the sundae if you really want, but, like, it's not a lot of ice cream. No, no, I meant, like, a date. Oh, let me check my calendar and see if I have anything planned. You literally just told me you don't! That was honestly my way of letting you down gently. I listen to the radio. I know you're dating that rugby girl with the huge biceps. I'm not some kind of homewrecker or something, and honestly, I'm not in the mood to be destroyed. I'm coming in to save you. Oh, thank God, finally! Hey, Doris doll, how does this treat you? 20 bucks? Jack, that's not- You have an hour. If anyone asks, you waited for me to go to the bathroom. Thanks, girl. What? What the? Right through there. It's a ways down. You got it, secretary lady. Jack, what the hell just happened? Can't no one say no to Andrew Jackson. Now come on, we got a limited timeline and a file to find. Yeah, you got it. Listeners, enjoy our musical selection of the evening, and then we'll check into more from our Halloween investigation, I guess. Mischief all over me, blow my mind. 
Okay, so we're currently on the third floor in the hall, heading towards the staff lounge. How you feeling, Noelle? Well, I'm really starting to feel some intrusive, negative thoughts, feelings of resentment, fear, some self-loathing. The energies are really strong in this direction in particular. Noelle, you're heading towards the staff microwave. Oh, dang. It might be throwing me a false positive. Unplug it. Unplug it. Yeah, no problem. How's that? Oh, yeah. Much better. Well, it's definitely the feelings from the microwave. Everything is pulling me this way now. Christ! Wow. Saved your life there, man. The joke dorm's really quickening my reflexes. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Who was with the pipe? I wasn't kidding about the Rube Goldberg-style drainage system. The leak is worse up here, so a lot of the stuff to mitigate it is set up along those walls there. Is that... Did that come from inside the pipe? Hey, Noelle, you feeling anything over here? No, not there. It seems to be moving through the pipe and along this way. Almost like the spirit is trying to tell us something. No shit, you think? Let's follow the pipe. I feel like wherever it leads us might hold some clues. Good idea. Let's move. Keep your heads low. Don't need any injuries. Okay, listeners, we are following this pipe along to see where the ghost is trying to lead us. The lights are flickering and the pipe is vibrating pretty intensely now. We may be a little while at this, so while we do that, a word... Hey, so listeners, we've been getting deeper and deeper into the depths of the admin archives and... Man, the renovations obviously don't go this deep, and we're only at the J's. Why are there so many paper files? There's a $28 digitization fee in the tuition. What else could they possibly be using that for, if not all this? I literally had to wade through knee-deep loose paper back in the F's. No clue, friendo. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Check for traps, dude. Most of the lower levels down here weren't renovated, so some of the original traps are probably not tripped by the reno crew. We lost many a good contractor on that day. What? Sonia, that's ridiculous. Oh shit, listeners, the ceiling is slowly lowering down on top of us. Jack, quick, move back. Oh god, we're a half mile from where we came in. We're gonna die! Oh, huh. That real tall filing cabinet wedged it open. Hope no one needs to get into the KI through KJ. Bureaucracy always gets in the way somewhere. I'm sure it's fine. But seriously, watch out for other panels on the floor. I knew I should have been a business major. Yeah, I'll sweep in front if you want me to. Sonia! Sorry, there's loose paper all over the floor and I can barely see anything. That dart didn't hit you, right? It, it could have been poison. No, it missed me, but just barely. Sorry, dude. Hey, grab that torch. Maybe that'll help a bit more than the flashlights on our phones. Okay, but yeah, better. Come on, let's keep going. The piece can't be too much farther along. Yeah, okay. Venomous. What? Technically, the dart was venomous. If you bite it and you die, it's poisonous. If it bites you and you die, it's, it's venomous. Huh. Wait, can inanimate objects even be venomous? Even if they, like, bite, like... I guess weapons can kind of bite, right? Like swords and stuff? Wait, is a snake a weapon? I don't know, maybe. Oh, hey, the bees! 
So uh, you take that one, I'll take this one. Uh, listeners, it shouldn't take us too long to find Mrs. Palms, I'm sure. I mean, her last name starts with P.A. You want I should go through these stacks before I get back to the cabinets? Uh, yeah, I'll do these two. Well, listeners, we gotta pay the bills. Here's an ad from a sponsor for the show, and then a bit more from Halloween. I'll jump in if we find anything. Do you feel tired? Lost? Sad? Does it feel as though you have no options? No choices? Nowhere to go? Are you struggling to cope with tragedy? Financial insecurity? The unsatisfying finale to your favorite television program? We're here to help. Grief Therapy Through Bacon is a revolutionary new program designed to get results. Our staff of professionally trained pork counselors will support you through your journey and provide comprehensive sessions structured to get you where you want to go. Just listen to these testimonials from past recipients of grief therapy through bacon. After my marriage fell apart, I didn't want to eat, sleep, anything. I didn't know what I was going to do. Then I heard about grief therapy through bacon and decided to give it a try. I can't thank them enough for everything they've done for me. I feel like I have control of my life again, and the unprecedented weight gain was well worth my boost in self-esteem. Grief therapy through bacon changed my life. Before, I didn't know who I was or what I was doing. Just going through the motions without ever really feeling any joy. But now, I have a new take on life. My doctor says I'm not allowed to swim anymore, but that's a small price to pay for a change in outlook. Because grief therapy through bacon is not yet licensed by the APA, we're able to pass those savings on to you. Stop by your local alternative medicines clinic and pick up a pamphlet today. Grief therapy through bacon is not recommended for people suffering from cardiovascular illness, diabetes, or poverty. Treatment stipends will benefit the American Bacon Society. Grief therapy through bacon claims no responsibility for any accidents, damages, liabilities, or subsequent health conditions contingent to your person after treatment is ended. Consumer discretion is advised. Well, the noise has stopped. You think this is where we need to be? Could it be the walls? Like a body hidden in there? Cask of Amatiano style? Uh, that's stupid, but those bricks do look newer than the others. Hey, hon, check this out here. Is that water oozing out? I mean, these look a little less yellow than the other ones there. Hey, babe, call Ilya. I've got, like, a theory. Yeah, sure, give me a sec. Okay, hey, uh, Jack, open that window over there. Dave, you get that one. Oh, yeah, sure. What are you thinking, Sone? Hey, I've got her on the line. What do you need? Oh, um, ask her if she wouldn't mind stepping outside for a second. Hey, step on outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Autobots, roll out. What next, babe? Uh, um, ask her if there's anything on the outside wall between Jack and Dave. Oh, you think maybe there was a room here? Yeah, the shape is right here for, like, a door, so... She says there's, like, a place where the bricks don't line up quite right. Looks newer, too. Like, they're less worn. Maybe a window? Well, hell, let's check it out. With what, our x-ray specs? Those don't exist, sugar. 
but I think I may have an inkling as to what's up. We're breaking down the wall, aren't we? Oh, fuck yeah. Jack? Hey, I found Mr. Filbert's file. Jack. Whoa, this thing is massive. Like, three or four inches thick. Wonder what Hattie is gonna look like having, like, 70 years under her belt. Well, wonder no further, kid. I just found an entire filing cabinet labeled palms. Wait, seriously? Holy shit! Yeah, I'm just gonna pop it open and we can... What the? It's... Not entirely. Listeners, there are about a dozen empty file dividers and two files in here, one labeled personnel and one labeled benefits. The benefits folder is slimmer than I would have hoped. Wait, fraternization? What does that even mean? God, there's like 16 of those dividers labeled that. Hey, Sonia. Yeah, I see it. One particular file folder is labeled with the dates 117 through 517 and the word fraternization written on it. Probably around the time she started talking about this, I think. There's a few from the 90s, too. Probably Chester and Tyler, you think? Yeah, probably. Huh. There's a lot of file divided for an empty cabinet. The only stuff in her personnel file is her entrance interview and her hiring materials, too. Filbert's had, like, all his academic achievements and faculty responsibilities. His clubs and stuff. Where's all the Hattie stuff? I know for a fact that she used to be advisor for the Dames Casual Circus and the Anti-Bullfighting Club. Also, I know for a fact that she's been published like a million times since I've read like 18 of her papers. You think they pulled a bunch of it for her retirement? Or is this... Retirement? Or is this like Chester's files being completely deleted just slower? There's no retirement paperwork, though. Oh, let's check Dr. Olferson's file. He retires for real last month. We can compare them and see if they, like, gutted it on purpose. Yeah, that's actually not a terrible idea. Hey, you okay? Yeah, I just... I guess I thought we'd at least find some beneficiary info on her insurance information and maybe have a way to, like, contact her family and find out if they had heard anything from her or not. There's just nothing useful here, and I i guess I'm just kind of feeling a little let down and also worried about her. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I'm worried about her, too. Like, I can't help but keep thinking that if she was still around or something, she would have tried to contact us by now to let us know she's safe. It's just hard to keep thinking something might have... Hey, hey uh, we're here. We... Probably shouldn't talk about this on air anyhow. Yeah, you're right. Ugh. The ceiling is really drippy here. Yeah, just hold the umbrella over me here while I just... Yeah, the whole thing is in here. Academic achievements, papers published, clubs run, committees served, all of it. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. What do you think they did with all of that? Jack, we don't even know who the fuck they are. This is awesome. You could help out, you you know. She actually can't. I only brought the two sledgehammers. <gasps> is this really, um, okay? Oh, I got permits. This just says you can investigate by, quote, any means necessary. 
I've got it in triplicate. Hey, take over Falana, kid. Oh, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> Here you go, Jack. Hey, um, yeah. Okay, I guess. So, listeners, the lights have been out for a bit now, but the wall is slowly coming down. We can actually see the door behind the wall now, and the haunting activity has vastly decreased the longer that we work. We? Yeah. Oh, hey, stop a sec. We can probably get it open from there. Let me see if I can wedge the crowbar in here and get it open. Oh, yeah, we're in. Oh, God. What's that smell? Mold? Smells like a whole lot of ectoplasm to me. Oh man, that's cause it is. Yikes. Uh, listeners, we're looking at a room about ankle deep with glowing ectoplasm and greenish gray water, which looks to be coming in from the joinery of this wall. Must have been a rushed job. Uh, this is pretty obviously an old broadcast studio, as indicated by the half-dissolved soundproofing foam on the floor, and positively ancient mixing board and the rather un unsettling glowing microphone? Guess it's easy to tell what's making all this ectoplasm. Oh, gross. Lana, hand me one of those Ziplocs. I'm gonna bag and tag it. We can worry about doing the exorcism later. You think this is the old station room that other Noel mentioned ew, on that tape? Ew. Probably. Oh, I'm man. sure that mess over there is the other tape she was storing here. Gosh, those are ripped apart. Guess someone found him? Yeah, super weird. Hey, listeners, we're on our way back out to head back to the station, and I'm going to put myself out here, there, you know, like, again, and request that if anyone has any information on how to contact the friends and family of Miss Hattie Palms, please don't be shy in emailing me at the station. My email is sonyaromainbcrs at gmail.com. Oh, watch that title check. That's the one we didn't set off, so it's still armed. Got it. Hey, you okay? Yeah, it's just been a rough few days. Oh, hey. You guys find what you were looking for? Nope. Literally not at all. Who normally has access to this area? Oh, HR, of course. Academic Affairs, the board, the president of the college. Why? Just curious, I guess. That all pretty much checks out, to be honest. Man, I just wish there was someone we could talk to about this. Oh, well, I could arrange a meeting with the college president if you want. Wait, you can do that? Yeah, that's like 40% of my job. Yes, put us down for as soon as you can. Sure, no problem, kid. So, listeners, we're going to go ahead and have Topher start the early morning music block while we set this up. I hope your days are light and your nights are dark. See you next time, listeners. Thank you for listening to episode four of season two. Voice talent was provided by Brad Mackinich, Kathy Simonelli, Neil Caudell, Shen Boyd, and me, Tina Simonelli. Our feature music this episode was Mischief by Mark Castle. Other music this episode was The Last True Boss by Komiku, Empowered Ending by Soft and Furious, Cold Breath in the Alleyway by Roz Cole. All of these can be found on the Free Music Archive at freemusicarchive.org. 
Thank you so much for listening to our show. If you like the show, support us on Patreon. Our podcast birthday is coming up November 15th, and we're hoping that you'll find it in your heart to support our show. You can find us on Twitter at BCRS Late Nights. Uh, late night, no S, sorry. Uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash late nights with Sonia Romaine. And we're on Tumblr at late nights with Sonia Romaine.tumblr.com. I just want to say I love all of you and you're all so wonderful. And I love the podcasting community. And want to give a shout out to Aaron Menke who got his show Lore turned into a TV show by Amazon. So go check it out. It's a lot of cool stuff and it's really interesting to learn about mythology and folklore and all kinds of fun things like that. So have a great time. Have a great holiday. We'll be back soon with episode five. Talk to you all later. Bye.